You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to this week's edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking this week about Psalm 37, and, and I just want to forewarn you, I'm, I'm only scratching the surface. I'm going to talk about five behaviors to set your mind at ease, and they're all very important. I probably could pull out 25 or 30 uh, behaviors that are listed and set forth in Psalm 37, but we're going to focus on five that I think will really be helpful to you. So let's go ahead and take the text. We'll start with verse 1. And read two, do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Uh, Don't be stressed when dirty people, when evil people seem to get by with evil behavior because it happens all the time and it appears that they do. Now, this is Aristotle, and, and, and Aristotle was not a Bible scholar, but he did have a lot of insight. And this is what he said. We have a special emotion implanted in our nature which causes us to fret or to be upset when we see undeserved prosperity. And even the best of Bible characters at different times, David would be an example, Job would be an example, Uh, You could see it with Jeremiah. The best of Bible characters seemed to struggle with this, and it's because it's a part of human nature, and they weren't the only ones. Let me read this to you from Psalm 73. Now pay careful attention to this. Surely God is good to Israel, to those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet had almost slipped I had nearly lost my foothold. In other words, this person is expressing uh, the fact that they almost fell because of something. We're going to find out what that something is. For I envied the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And the idea here is not that I wished I had what they had. It's that we may wish we have their good fortunes, Uh, But it's not their evil behavior, but we're upset that they seem to be blessed even when they do wrong. They have no struggles. Now, that's not true, but this is what you think. They have no struggles. Their bodies are healthy and strong. They are free from the burdens common to man. They are not plagued by human ills. Now, this isn't God saying this. This is a human saying this. Therefore, pride is their necklace. They clothe themselves with violence, for from their callous hearts comes iniquity. The evil conceits of their minds know no limits. Now this is Psalm 73. They scoff and speak with malice. In their arrogance, they threaten oppression. Their mouths lay claim to heaven, and their tongues take possession of the earth. Therefore, their people turn to them and drink up waters in abundance. And they say, how can God know? Does the Most High have knowledge? This is what the wicked are like, always carefree. They increase in wealth. 
Surely in vain I have kept my heart pure. In vain I've washed my hands in innocence. All day long I have been plagued. I've been punished every morning. If I had said I will speak thus, I would have betrayed your children. When I tried to understand all this, it was oppressive to me till I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. You cannot see what happens to the wicked without the Spirit of God showing you because it will not always be. Listen, we are living in a world that is hostile to the things of God. The last thing that the enemy wants you to see is the suffering of evil and wicked people. He wants to hide that from you. He wants to lie to you about them. It's why the media is continually pumping up and making glamorous evil and wicked people who have no character, and we are envious of them. And and he sees to it that they have plenty of money and that they have beautiful bodies, and they, they have beautiful spouses, and they and, and many times seven or eight in a row. And you see this happen all the time with the wicked. And it is deceptive because they do not end well. And you know when it's especially difficult? It's especially difficult when we are struggling. And it just seems like sometimes that we, we are, are fighting these uphill battles. Man, I remember when I was doing my kids' TV show back there, we usually taped on Tuesdays. And Tuesday just seemed to be the worst day of the week for mail. We always had better mail on Monday, but Tuesday was always bad, and mail was where we got our revenue. We sold products through the mail. 94% of my income to pay all of my bills for the Gospel Bill Show and Fire by Night and all the programs I did for kids, candy store that we did for preschoolers, uh, the Ministry of Excellence I did for pastors. 94% of all of my revenue came from the sales of a product only Uh, 6% from offerings, and even those offerings were not given without attachment. Let me explain that. I would go in and do uh, seminars and Gospel Bill rallies in churches, and we would take an offering at the end of the Gospel Bill rally, and that's where my offerings came from. I wasn't getting offerings from churches. I wasn't being supported by them. I think I've told this before, but I only had one church that gave me $100 a month regularly. That's it, just one. And so it was difficult at times. And when I looked around and I saw people who seemingly did not have any of these struggles, and some of them I found out later to be totally corrupt, there was a false missionary. He was eventually caught. He was eventually exposed, eventually proven to be a complete fraud. But this guy I knew of personally by people who saw it firsthand. This was not hearsay. There were people, three people who came to me and told me about this guy that on three different occasions, he received checks totaling $250,000, just three big checks that were given to him. I never saw money like that, never had anybody support us like that. But in three nights of services, (coughs) pardon me, he was given that kind of money. And wouldn't you know, I heard the story. And here I am struggling, 
and I'm getting these little payments for video club memberships of $14.95, and sometimes there's not enough of them to pay all the bills. And we're struggling, and I'm thinking, you know, it pays to be wicked. And that's not true, but <clears throat> it's often what we think. And it's a terrible thing to die in wickedness. Listen to what John Lightfoot, Dr. John Lightfoot from the 1600s, and he had a first century source for this, but he wrote this. He said, the devil, immediately after Judas cast back his money into the temple, caught him up into the air, strangled him, threw him headlong, and dashed him in pieces on the ground. Wow. Uh, that's a fascinating story. It comes from an apocryphal source, but I do believe it to be true. And so you see here that Judas suffered greatly at the end, but, but really you, you, it looks like he got by with what he did. He didn't. He did not get by with it. In 1 Timothy 5.24, the Apostle Paul writes this, Some men's sins are clearly evident, preceding them to judgment, but those of some follow later. In other words, there are some people who do not have to pay for their sins in this life. And we have no promises from God that all evil people will be punished in this present life. So there's only one real way to deal with this, and the Scripture shows us how it is and how it works. The best way to offset wickedness is not to focus on the repayment of evil, but to overcome it with good. So the best way to keep your mind from complaining and chafing at the temporary prosperity of evil men, remember this, it is always temporary. The way we overcome it is to be continually occupied in what's good and what is of eternal consequence. And the breakthrough will come. There'll be a number of them. Breakthroughs will come when you have to have them, and you will prevail, and you will see God's faithfulness, but you still won't be paid back fully in this life. Your greatest reward will be in the next one. Romans 12, 21. Do not be overcome by evil. That means the people that are doing wrong, that are evil, that you focus on, don't let that overcome you. It will overcome you if you focus on it. But you overcome the evil with good. You do good, and that's how you'll overcome all those who seem to prosper and get ahead, even though they are doing wicked things. Trust me, they will have an end that won't be good. That's all the time I have for this one, but... We'll pick up here tomorrow with another one. See you then. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. 
Thank you for listening.